Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I'm really happy to have you with us again today as we unpack the many, many ways to heal anxiety, panic, and PTSD using lifestyle changes. Today we're going to be talking about the emotional feeling scale. It's also known as emotional tone scale. There's a bunch of different names for it, but we're going to be talking about it and where you might be falling on it, and what you can do about it uh, to help you actually relieve your anxiety and start clearing it out step by step as you move up the emotional feeling scale. You're listening to this podcast as an audio, so you might be interested in some of the books that we suggest here on audio. For the listeners of Anxiety Coaches Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. It's a fabulous opportunity to download any of the books that we talk about here or just a book that you've been interested in listening to for a while. I am loving my audiobooks. So go today and grab a free book. Go to anxietycoachespodcast.com slash audible trial for your free book. It's anxietycoachespodcast.com slash audible trial. The link will also be in the show notes and on the website. So let's talk about the emotional feeling scale or the emotional guidance scale or the emotional tone scale. It's got a number of different names over the years, but it's a wonderful look at where we go with our emotions and how we can really slide down what you know I call the wormhole and some ways in which we can kind of catch ourselves and then maybe begin to move up. Just like anything else, we're not going to jump from the bottom of a ladder to the top of the ladder, but there's a bunch of rungs in between that we can maneuver on and we can climb up and we can use those to our advantage. So let's let me just quickly read through Uh, this emotional guidance scale, which by the way, I will leave a link in the show notes to a page on the website that has these listed. At the top, we start with number one, which is joy, appreciation, empowerment, freedom, and love. And that's kind of where we would all love to be, right? It's a beautiful place. And it's all very possible to be there. So Just keep that in mind as we're going down the scale here. Number two would be passion. Number three, feelings like enthusiasm, eagerness, and happiness. Number four, positive expectation, belief. Number five, optimism. Number six, hopefulness. Number seven, contentment. Number eight, boredom. Number nine, pessimism. Number 10, frustration, irritation, feelings like impatience. Number 11, overwhelmment or feeling overwhelmed. Number 12, disappointment. 13, doubt. 14, worry. 15, blame. 
16, discouragement. 17, anger. 18, revenge. 19, hatred or rage. 20, jealousy. 21, insecurity, guilt, and unworthiness. And number 22, the final number here, fear, grief, depression, despair, and powerlessness. And wow, that's the bottom, right? Fear, grief, depression, despair, powerlessness. We know that feeling, or we have known that feeling in our lives. And all of us, whether we have anxiety or not, move up and down this scale. We all visit these many, many places on the scale. We climb up and down this ladder, and there's no judgment about each rung. People are thrown into these feelings, right? Life has thrown us curveball. Maybe we're unprepared, we're unaware, and we get a feeling. We get a, a feeling of worry, doubt, blame, discouragement, fear. So there's no judgment on where we're at, and we all move up and down on these rungs, yet we can move upward. And that's the point, is to be able to use our own minds to move upward on this scale. There's no reason to hang out at the bottom when we know that we can move. The other piece that I want you to know about is that although fear is at the bottom, it doesn't mean that you're there all the time. Grief is at the bottom. We all visit grief. And depression, despair, powerlessness, these are feelings that come up. What we're saying with this scale is that that is a place where there is more negative happening. And we know that more negative brings more negative, like bringing in more like. And so we can just practice getting up to the higher scale by using our mind. We don't have to go out and do anything. You don't have to buy anything. You don't have to learn anything. You just have to use your own mind and your own awareness. So let's see where we can go with this. Like I said, this list will be on the website and you can just uh, jump over there and check it out if you'd like to print it and keep it for yourself. That would be great. And maybe you just want to practice moving up. You kind of know this scale in your heart already, in your mind-body. It's something that is felt. You can feel it in your heart. You can feel it in your emotions, right? Because this is the scale. This is our, um, our, we're actually feeling this. So we know when we are going up or we're going down. And so the biggest thing that we want to keep in mind right now is that we can move and we can practice by being conscious. And that's why it's fun to see it in writing or to have heard me list it out one at a time, because then you can become conscious that these are emotions and that they can change, that you can move from one to another. And we do this by being conscious. So we can use our awareness and our concentration, our ability to stay with an emotion or with a desire to move. 
when we find ourselves in a um, emotion or a level that we don't want to be at, we can use our awareness and our concentration to move ourselves higher to a different state. And another thing that we can do is when we're in a higher state, when we're feeling love or appreciation or joy, when we find ourselves in those moments, we want to actually savor them, spend some time with them, really bask in the feeling of that and enjoy it. Enjoy being there. We want to remember to water these higher emotions like a garden. We don't want to water the fear and the disappointment or the helplessness, hopelessness. We want to water and spend more time and attention on the higher feelings, the higher emotions. So when we feel those, we want to bask in them. We want to write them down in our joy journal. We want to remind ourselves that we've had this feeling. Keep a journal. Take pictures of things that you love. Share your moments of joy with other people. Whatever way that you can actually give those feelings more attention, more love. And you can then not give so much attention to the fear and the disappointment. And how do we do that? Because when we have anxiety, fear kind of nags at us. It's it's like a companion. So again, we know from dealing with anxiety that we don't want to push it away. We don't want to fight it, but we don't want to give it a lot of attention. And fighting things and trying to get rid of them is a way of giving them a lot of attention. So we want to starve it out. We want to know that it's there because We are dealing with things by facing them, by being real. So we we have an awareness of this feeling and we know what is the next higher one that I can reach for. This is a great way to start by just reaching up one or two rungs at a time. So if you're in fear, grief, depression, despair, or powerlessness, you could actually be moving up by feeling guilt. Now that sounds like, well, I don't want to feel guilt, but it's actually moving upward. There's actually more energy and movement in guilt than there is in powerlessness. So this is how this works. Then moving up even more, you could move, moving up a couple of rungs, you would move up to anger. And we all know that there's energy and anger. We can feel that. So don't be afraid of the anger, right? A lot of people with anxiety are sometimes afraid of anger. Now, we don't want to live in anger, and it's uh, not someplace that we want to be spending a lot of time, but it definitely is moving upward and out of things like powerlessness and depression and fear, Being afraid, closed and clenched down. Anger has more movement, more energy, more power. So we want to feel that in order to maybe take care of things that need to be taken care of. It's a very interesting thing to move from really low into anger and to feel the uh, life, the more life that is in anger. And we want to move up a little bit more. We move up to uh, disappointment or being overwhelmed. You can start to feel these. They get lighter and lighter and more energy in them as we move up. Kind of the neutral place is um, boredom 
or contentment, you know, contentment being kind of a slippery slope where you could fall into boredom. Uh, and below boredom is pessimism, but you can see you can move from being pessimistic up to being bored, up to being content, and then finally up to hopefulness. Just keep moving up little bits at a time. We're not going to jump from the bottom rung to the top, and that's kind of what we expect sometimes when we have been dealing with anxiety for a long time. We just want to flip the switch and be done with it, and it doesn't happen overnight like that. But if you can be feeling yourself moving up and down on this scale, like I said, we all move up and down it. It's not like we find one place to be and we stay there forever. But as you see yourself beginning to hang out a little bit more at the top, a little bit more with those more enjoyable, peaceful, life-giving feelings such as, uh, you know, positive expectation, belief, passion, enthusiasm, and happiness, and finally getting up to the very top when we're feeling our love, appreciation, empowerment, freedom, and love. We all feel that and we go up and down, but where, you know, I want you to ask yourself, where do you hang out most of the time? Like I said, we all go up and down, but where do you find yourself most of the time? That's a really good question because we can start to see then maybe where we give more energy. We give more of our time in our watering of, of that plant. We're watering the weeds if we're hanging out down at the bottom. We don't want to do that. We want to remember the story of the wolf and the grandfather talking to uh, his chil- his grandchildren. And, he, and the children ask him, who is go- of the two wolves that are fighting, which one is going to win, the, the wolf of fear or the wolf of love? And the grandfather says, the wolf that you feed is the one that will live with you. And so we want to be sure that when we are on this emotional scale and we see where we're hanging out, maybe we don't want to be hanging out and feeding that wolf of fear. Maybe we want to kind of starve that out a little bit. Again, not by fighting it. We can't fight the wolf, but we're going to just give less attention and give our awareness and our attention to moving up, to finding other things that we can put our focus on that will bring us up a little bit. Again, there's no judgment, but we want to have very clear awareness in using very small, doable steps to move ourselves upward. It can it can happen by some of the things that we do in our lives. What are we paying attention to? Are we are we spending too much time in negativity, meaning by who we are talking with, who we are spending our time with, what kind of things we are bringing into our visual visual field? What do we watch? What kind of music do we listen to? All of these things affect us, and if they do affect us. And our foods that we eat and our the amount of light that we get and how much movement we get. All of these things matter. So what are we doing to move ourselves up the scale? What are we paying attention to? These are the things that we do have control over in our lives. And so these are the places where we can make a difference. We can't change other people's minds. We can't control what other people think or do 
or what they even do to us, but we can choose our reactions to things. We can choose how we're going to move up this emotional scale. We can choose how we can take care of ourselves so that we can flower some of these beautiful feelings that are higher up and that, and that we'll spend more and more time up there and we'll, it will just feed itself. We begin wanting to be there more and we spend more time there. And it's a great way to just not have judgment on ourselves by just pulling ourselves up one little rung at a time. You can check in and see where you're at, but please no judgment because judgment will just drag you down, beating yourself up or being hard on yourself. Like, oh, I'm always hanging out on those bottom five rungs and I'm never up at the top. It's not a judgment. It's a now what? What can I do now? How is it possible that I can move up two rungs or that I, or that I can remember when I was up on those higher rungs? Maybe you want to look back on your joy journal. Maybe you want to look back at your joy jar and spill those notes out all over the bed or the kitchen table and read them. Remember. And that's the beauty of keeping track of those kind of things, of keeping track of our joyful times, because they do serve us in those moments or those times in life when things are challenging or difficult. So remember, we all slide up and down the scale, and we all have more work to do in the garden, but we want to remember, where do I hang out most of the time? And how can I move myself up a few more notches today? I'm going to have that link on the anxietycoachespodcast.com website. It's a link that you will have to get from the show notes. And uh, you can just have that list and check it out for yourself. Again, that's the emotional feeling scale. And it's a great way to see what wolf you're feeding, the wolf of fear or the wolf of love. And uh, let's get feeding that wolf of love a little bit more and enjoy. Enjoy the rest of your day. I so appreciate everyone being here. And that's about it for today's show. But before I read today's quote, I want to offer you guys the opportunity to take the healing of your anxiety and panic to the next level. Here in the podcast, we share everything you need to know to begin to clear your anxiety panic and to get on the path. But with a little more personal guidance and the right group of people around you, the sky's the limit. And you can really heal and clear your anxiety and panic for life. I'd like to invite you to sign up for our group coaching membership program. It's a deeper dive into what you learn in these episodes. Each month, you'll receive two anxiety clearing skill sheets emailed to you, two recorded group coaching calls to guide you through your challenges, and a secret Facebook group for coach and community support all month long. Those group coaching calls are recorded, but you can come to them live if you're available and you get to be the person coached. You can ask me anything on there, and it's a time for us to really be able to have a conversation back and forth, and then they're recorded and sent to those who did not attend the call live. So if you're serious about 
clearing your anxiety panic and go to anxietycoachespodcast.com slash group dash coaching and join today. I would love to see you in the group. And now for today's quote. Today's quote is from Eckhart Tolle. Rather than being your thoughts and emotions, be the awareness behind them. Again, that's Eckhart Tolle. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. But until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com. 